Welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Corey Allen, and as always, here alongside my wife, Pam. Always glad to be here. On Sexy Marriage Radio, we're going to have regular conversations that help cultivate the space between you and your spouse. Uh, We explore the wisdom and skills of the marriage and relationships most brilliant minds. Sometimes those minds are our own. Uh, Through in-depth conversations with authors, counselors, psychologists, professors, and specialists, and of course, Pam, members of the nation, because they help uh, set the course in a lot of ways with the emails yeah. that send in. So each episode, we're going to explore topics that every relationship face, and we want to offer conversation starters or actions that you can take that will propel your life and marriage into deeper and more meaningful directions. So if you're new to the show or you're looking for a handy way to tell your friends about Sexy Marriage Radio, check out the episode starter packs, collections of our favorite episodes organized by topic, and they help listeners get a taste of everything we do here on the show. Go to smr.fm slash starter. And then if you got some feedback for the show or something we missed or we haven't covered, uh, let us know. Call the show at 214-702-9565 or as has been there for 12 years, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. So coming up on today's regular version, how well do you think you flirt? (laughs) I'm terrible at it. Uh, I may disagree a little bit. Okay. How well do you think I flirt? I think you're pretty good at it. Well... Maybe we got some things we can each learn today as we talk about how do we flirt. Uh, This is from an email that came in from a listener on wife wants him to flirt some more. And he's like, I don't even know what to do. How do I do this? Are there resources out there that'll help? So we're going to try to help frame that conversation. And then on the extended content today, uh, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smr.fm slash academy. Uh, We're going to look at um, a... Comment that came through in the academy at the my.smr.fm platform, um, where a wife, the, the way to phrase this is a wife makes a husband feel gross that he's attracted to her. Okay. So her reactions okay. instigate that in him. So what's going on on both sides of this equation? Dilemma. Dilemma. So all that's coming okay. up right after this. Well, it's the busy holiday season, and you might be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel yourself on jam-packed days. I know Pam and I, we have jam-packed days. (laughs) Well, Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, they can help you eat well for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with their chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals that are delivered straight to your door. So save time, stay on track with your healthy lifestyle, while tackling all of your holiday to-dos. So Pam, how long would you say our list to get things done this Christmas season is? Oh, uh, it, it rolls out the front door. <laughs> well, one of the things we can do and have done is cross meal prepping off the list for this holiday season because we've got factor. We can skip the meal planning, the grocery shopping, the chopping, prepping, and cleanup, and get Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals delivered straight to us. Mm -hmm. They're ready in just two minutes, and they're delicious. They are. Every one of our family members loves these meals. Mm -hmm. We often choose the calorie-conscious option over the holiday season, because let's face it, there's a lot of calories out there in the holiday season. I mean, your office probably always has... (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. Different kinds of sweets drop by. Yes, all kinds of stuff's being delivered. I love their smoothies to walk out the door with well, too. Well, that's where they come into play that's so helpful because they can have dietitian approved calorie smart meals that are less than 550 calories per serving. And if you need an extra boost of wellness uh, for your goals and want to feel your best during the holidays, they have protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein 
or more per serving. Nice. Plus, Factor isn't just for dinner, like you just alluded to. They have smoothies, shakes, juices, grab-and-go snacks, and the smoothies are our kids' favorites and mm-hmm. your favorites. So head to factormeals.com slash passion50 and use the code passion50, and you get 50% off this holiday season. Use the code passion50 at factormeals.com slash passion50 to get 50% off. So as we jump in, uh, before we get into flirting, and, and I flirt with you on the air. Uh, I don't know if that makes good radio or not. No, I don't but think it does. No. <laughs> I, I am curious. This is a conversation uh, that instigated from an old episode of Seinfeld of the idea of good naked and bad naked. Okay, yes. Right? That, that, <laughs> it's I a great think everybody episode. can agree yes. that there's good naked and there's bad naked. Yeah. And on the show, they use bad naked as in, you know, straining to try to open a jar of pickles or uh, she's working on his bike. Working on a bike, yeah. Oh, that pinched. Yeah, that's, and he's like, I can't unsee that, you know. Well, but it got me thinking um, in other areas of our married life together, wherever everything can get woven together and there would be elements of bad naked possibly. Okay. And that could be... You know, I know across the board, there's some couples that everything's open game in the bathroom in front of each other. And then there's other couples where it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, I'm shutting the door. I, want I don't want to see anything. <laughs> I don't no. want to know anything yeah. about some of the bodily functions that every human being has. Right. So my question becomes, does bad naked impact negatively our erotic energies between us, our arousal towards each other, our passion when it comes to the sexual natures of us. <laughs> well, I would think this would be a person by person basis. I absolutely do it's, too. This isn't just a and broad part of this comment. is just to pose the question for the nation that let's jump on the platform at my.smr.fm <laughs> and tell me what you think. But I'm curious. I I think it took, it could be uh, if my spouse is someone who just has no social awareness, no awareness that <laughs> that just really grosses me out or I find it really not attractive mm-hmm. and they do it, continue to do it. I'm like that. I mean, just like anything else, if you continue to do, whether it's in the naked scene or not, mm-hmm. if you continue to do some things that I just don't like, it's going to tick me off or it, it will have impact. deter me or have impact on the other side of yeah. things, you know, other aspects of our relationship, including whether I'm aroused right. or turned on or how that affects the intimate side of things. Right. Because us. I think there's aspects of what our minds categorize and lock away in memories that we can't undo. Sometimes they, they just can rear their head. They can, because there's elements of, I can reframe the meaning of it, but I yeah. can't unsee some things. Yeah, that's all, and I'm just going to leave it at that, just to help people think through: is that something that could potentially be impacting us? Because we've even talked about in the past, uh, there are as you age and evolve in our bodies, there are positions that aren't as sexy as maybe they once once were. Okay, that's a whole nother topic. Well, but it's the same principle of that's why. Everything looks sexy, sexy by candlelight 
or at least you increase the likelihood L- lighting rather than helps. fluorescent lights. Lighting helps <laughs> or, for sure. Or sunlight directly above you. No matter what age you are. <laughs> exactly. But it's just that it's it's for those of you in the nation and for us that are constantly I'm I'm constantly back to as we pivot towards the flirting, I'm constantly trying to figure out how do I maintain an energy and attention in that arena of our life, of, of our sex life, of our erotic, of the passion, of the connection? How do I maintain a vibe there? Yeah. Just under the surface as much as possible. And one of the thoughts could be, are some of the normal everyday things where we just kind of think lightly of it in the sense that we're just walking around naked while we're getting dressed and it just becomes kind of a known well, could that possibly be impacting it? That's the whole, that's the question. Could be impo- impacting or it positively. Could it be positive? Maybe I'm someone who never wants to be naked. At, right, right. And and that's a deterrent. Right. Well, there's memes I've seen on the socials, uh, which if you check us out at Sexy Marriage Radio on any of the Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, we're we're there under all of them. Um, but I've come across memes where a wife is like, "Does I I could un- take my shirt off for the." Tw- two millionth time and then it shows a husband come running in real quick you know because i don't care i always want you know right and i think that's a component but this is a deeper thought process just to help okay have people think through it okay and how does that land and then let us know because i'm I'm very curious (laughs) of how this impacts people all right and so this is the other thing that came in the email was just entitled how do i flirt with my wife and so his message goes my wife told me that she wants me to flirt with her more, but I don't know how. When I try, I'm too obvious, and she just rolls her eyes. What are the, one, principles, and two, practices of flirting? And then can you tell me the what, the how, and some concrete examples? And even better, do you know any resources that I can turn to to help me practice flirting? I'm looking for books with homework or exercises or mantras, etc. <laughs> so... Fabulous. He, he is coming at this. He put his research hat on. Yeah, and said, fabulous. Hey, I'm going to email fe- feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Help me learn how to do this. Yeah. Because as you've just mentioned, this is one of those things. I think for some people, this may come natural because it's kind of their extroverted personalities. Yeah, I'm playful. I, I'm, I think this way, the folks like me, not so much. Uh, I wonder so, if yeah, I could put harder. together a flirting... Uh, spreadsheet that has a bunch of algorithm macros in there that help that. Okay, I've tried. I went. I, it, I went. No, that something. would work for me. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. In this situation, do that. But then, then as you get older, my my steel trap has has kind of gone out the window. Not so, and I'd, not ah, so trappy anymore. I've, I've got to have it like in written laminated beside you know throughout right. the house. Right. And so I guess first off, we have to decide and define what is flirting. Yeah. Because some of this is going to be in the eye of the uh, sender and the receiver, True. as he's describing. He'll True. Tr- he tries it, and she's like, ah. <laughs> but, "True," because her definition of flirting or what what she likes uh, might be uh, clearly is totally different than what he thinks it is. So we have different definitions here mm-hmm. of what is a good flirt, and what what makes it interesting in this dynamic to me, Pam, is. Just because it may not land doesn't doesn't mean it wasn't still a flirt. I agree. I agree. Right. It, I need to adjust uh, to situation mm-hmm. and to person I'm directing it towards. Mm-hmm. 
because we've tried this. Well, let me rephrase. Uh, over the journey I've had uh, in the last 15 years or so, where it was truly trying to uh, just solidify self, mm-hmm. be more engaged with who I really am, be more authentic, be more uh, provocative, be mm-hmm. more what edgy, be more whatever it might be, where beforehand it was objectification is how it would land a lot of times. But then it started just becoming more expressive of just who I am. And so in what ways? I mean, are we talking about examples here? Um, well, I think there's an elements of what I think of is I would try something. I would say some things, just try to elicit a reaction. That was the objectification. There was something tied to the move beforehand. or the statement beforehand. Okay. Now it's something that's just going on in me. I'm just sharing. Mm-hmm. And I used to always have it in mind of I'm trying to initially set a stage for it to culminate quickly. Now it's I'm just instigating things to keep an energy there. <laughs> yeah, I think you do. And you do a good job of that to keep an energy there and stay fun. It doesn't have to be a flirt doesn't have to be about a sexual act. True. Or to lead there immediately. True. Um. One of the things that you said the other night, I don't even remember what I was talking about. I was talking about needing to practice something. um, And, and you just chimed in real quick with, Oh, you can practice on me. (laughs) I mean, just a simple (laughs) phrase like that. Right. Uh, I'll be there. You can practice on me. Right. (laughs) And that to me, that was a little fun flirt Mm -hmm. um, that, Right, I'm here for you anytime. One of the foundations of flirting, the way I think of this, and is it's it's an expression of interest. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's a letting it be known. Mm-hmm. It's a hey, I see you. Hey, I see that. And this is where it gets so interesting. Like what we'll be talking about in the extended content. Sometimes what I see and express goes straight into something you're not secure about, comfortable with, love about yourself. Because there's an element of body image that can be coming into play. There's an element of fear that comes into play. And that's where flirting becomes such a weird dynamic in some marriages. Oh, meaning it might not land well. Right. That's the idea of she's like rolling her eyes. With a different him. person, it might land. And with this person, it right. doesn't. Which is what makes flirting such an alluring and weird kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Because it'll work with some people. And then you're like, why does this not work at home? Fair. Right. And I don't necessarily mean you're out flirting with all kinds of people, but your playful side isn't received as playful at home. Mm-hmm. Your humor isn't received as humor at home. So it's, there's a lot of similarities here on, on the different aspects of ourselves. And so I think it's just at, at face value, flirting is just simply I'm expressing a playful, romantic, sexual interest. Okay. Dr. Glover talks about this as blurting. If it's on your mind, you let it out there. You just say it. And you probably need to, we need to figure out how to massage it. Yeah, because I wouldn't want that to be a general rule, but yeah. No, but a lot but, of times, because this is also what's so interesting that we'll be uh, unpacking a little bit more in the extended content today too, is if if you, you have enough, 30 years with me, actually 35 and a half years of dating yeah. and marriage with me, you have a pretty accurate map of lots of aspects of my life. Yeah. Kind of what makes me tick. That's what we talked about last week where I was realizing, wait, I answered yes on all these things. And it's like, I don't know if that's always a good thing or not. But 
So if your map is already of the, of me that way and something happens and you're paying attention, you probably already know, Oh, he's, he's thought this or, Oh, here we go. Oh, you know, and sometimes that could be, you're inviting it and you're hoping for it. Or sometimes it's like you're on guard for it, but, but it's not like you don't know. Okay. And so the idea of blurting comes into play when their map already knows you're interested. The dynamic between you already knows you're the higher desire. So play the part better. Yeah. Don't hide that fact. Yeah, don't hide it. Be afraid of it. Right. Don't like, oh, yeah. no, I wasn't thinking that at all. When they're reading, you're going, yes, you were. Yeah, you were. At <laughs> least it flashed through your mind. <laughs> right? And so Own it. Right. So owning it, because part of a principle of flirting is it has to be congruent with who you are to really land well. Okay. Because it, there have been times, I cannot remember some of the things I attempted. Because one of the ideas I came across, this is a resource that I read a long time ago. There's some good information in there. Okay. Take, it, take this with a grain of salt, but it's called Ian Ironwood's uh, Alpha Moves. Okay. I think is what it's called. Okay. And that's a, that's a pseudonym that the guy writes under. But he goes through the whole principle of being a good alpha mm-hmm. as a man. Mm-hmm. In, in your sexual dynamic. And that just means bringing that presence differently mm-hmm. with your masculinity. And so he frames this really well in the sense of being real present. And so some of the different things he talked about, I tried. And you're like, no, swing and a miss. Because it was a little bit outside of my character. Okay. It was a little bit like I was, it was fake. You could kind of tell. Yeah. I'm not even remembering that. I, I, I wish you had, ex- this, I wish you had specific examples for that. I don't remember a specific that. thing where I said something, but it was like, it just didn't land. You're like, who's that? Who are you? Right. And that's, that's where we jokingly would say, uh, if you try something out and it goes poorly and somebody goes, where'd you learn that from? Give a, throw us under the bus at Sexy Mary right. Radio. We'll <laughs> own that. Like, well, we just, I just figured I'd try it out. Okay. But that's good information. Yeah. To realize it didn't land right. And so the principle then just really comes down to how am I being congruent with me? How are you being congruent with you? Yeah. And even if you don't see yourself as gregarious and funny and playful, there's still aspects of you that make you alluring and enticing and inviting. Whatever it is that makes you you, that's what you use to flirt. Yeah. That's kind of how you start it, is you just magnify part of who you are. Okay. Right? Because I think you've even said, I, I want to make everything in my life as fun as possible. Right? So make things fun. Yeah. Even things that would, we would normally think of as boring. How do I make it fun? Yeah, you definitely bring that to the table and that and that flows over into the other intimate right, sides of our that, life. Yeah. I think one of the principles of flirting is playfulness. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 there's a playful banter. There's a playful tease. There's a, there's a dynamic. And this is where you've changed in the banter that comes back and then it's even instigated. This is where you've evolved. Good. Well, I, I want to go back to the playful tease because I think it would be easy on a playful tease to maybe bring something that might be uh, condescending into it. Yes. And, and that will be a flirt that won't land at all. Well, and nothing, it's, it's always got to be something that. Right. And that's, that's probably where you have to figure out where's that line. Yeah. Where's the, you've gotten close to the edge, but you haven't crossed it. Mm-hmm. And that's just being a good student of each other. Right. 
we all know our weak spots of our spouses if we've paid attention at all. We all yeah. know their some of their insecurities if we've paid attention at all. Yeah. So other aspects of flirting? Um, well, the, the easiest one is complimenting. So a compliment you could, is considered a flirt. Absolutely, because it's it's you're showing appreciation, you're showing interest, you're showing intrigue, mm-hmm. and that's not. And again, here's the difference to me: it's not complimenting a role they've played as much as it is complimenting them as a person. Gotcha. Saying I see you. I love the scene from Avatar, the first one, towards the end, where the Navi would say, "I see you," mm-hmm. and that's not just bodily. Right. That's, I see eye to eye. Mm-hmm. I see who you are. I see the effort you made just made tonight in whatever just happened. Or I see what makes you, mm-hmm. you. And that's the part I really do love. Mm-hmm. That's who I really want to have this banter and playful erotic thing with. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, that's a, a component of, I think that's important to realize just being complimentary, just being appreciative of each other. Yeah. That sets a different stage. In the house, because most couples, if you fall into a, a the conundrum of the monotonous, <laughs> if you will, in marriage, particularly as lovers, one of the easiest ways to bring a different energy in there is gratitude, thankfulness, appreciation of each other. Okay. I never would have called that a flirt. But... I don't know if I would say that maybe that's a, it's a foreplay to flirt. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> to, it sets a to stage. To use that kind of ter- terminology. It's setting a stage. a stage. Yes. But... And then the others is uh, body language, mm-hmm. eye contact, physical I, cues. Eye contact, I think, can be a big flirt. Mm-hmm. You're across the room from each other and just catching the eyes. And I mean, you know, you've got certain looks you give each mm-hmm. other. And then gentle touches, the brush by. I, I think just the walk by when I wouldn't normally walk by and give you a kiss. I'm just going through the kitchen or I'm going through the living room and I come and, he, you know, you grab the small of the neck mm-hmm. and just plan a big one and then just keep walking mm-hmm. off to the back of the house. You know, just some simple You're things. You're saying when I do, that's a good thing. You're right. That's a good notes. thing. Hold on. That's a good thing. It's not that I'm going to try and walk you back there. I'm just going to show you, mm-hmm. I love having this kiss with you and I'm going to keep walking after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so some simple, simple touches like that, that then you just keep rolling and you don't have to say a word. No. And the other thing that, I'm going to boost you up here on your saying, I'm not good at this. Okay. Thank you. One of the things that you do that is good that I think is absolutely a flirt is you walk by and you grab a muscular area of me, an arm, a shoulder, something. And you're like, Ooh, and then you just keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that's an element of, I see you, I see the work you do. I see the value, you know, there's an element I'm interested in that. And you know, it hits ladies when you grab his bicep or his thigh and he flexes it while you're holding it. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to make sure you notice how much work was just that's done. A fl- that's a flirt back right there. That's, yep. that's both of you in tandem doing it And then it the together. last thing uh, is just genuine interest in the person. Because you can learn how to flirt with the person if you're paying attention to what really speaks to them. Mm-hmm. And most people will tell you what speaks to them. Yeah. And then it comes into how do you get to the point where you can use humor, uh, you can use double entendres, which that's one of the easiest ways to start to bring in a flirt. Is it's it's suggestive and mm-hmm. it's about a 
environment between you. It's mm-hmm. not specifically aimed at them. Okay. Uh, that's an easy way. Sincere compliments, inside jokes. That was the. These, oh, are, these are some so of the how tos. That's the that's right. the eye looks at right. each other. You just know each other, um, and so there's this. I mean, here's we we did some googling and found some examples. So playful teasing. You know, you say I'm so tired today, and then well, that must be from stealing all the covers last night, huh? Right. You know, just <laughs> some. It, there's just a dynamic there of. Um, what was another one? I have so much work to do. Well, maybe I can be your motivational dance partner during your breaks. What do you think? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it just and it's just kind of I'm interjecting yeah. myself into your world. You're interjecting yourself into my world. That's flirting. Yeah, it's stealing things away. We one of the things that's helped me the most is using this three the the, the examples of there's three categories to focus on. I want to instigate, escalate, and isolate. And those aren't in a particular order. Okay. Right? I want to instigate things, which that's the touch, that's the kiss, Mm -hmm. that's a erotic conversation or statement. I'm instigating things. Mm -hmm. I want to escalate things. That's the idea of if you come in for a kiss, I want to make it last about two seconds longer. Okay. Escalate a little bit more. Or a hand, I'll pull you in closer. That's escalating. It doesn't have to culminate right then, but it's a way to use the energy. And then isolate. Let's just pull you out of your world for a second. Yeah. This is where I've gotten the most leverage with you mm-hmm. is, hey, I'd like to, I need to see you mm-hmm. back here. And you come back, what do you need? And I give you a big kiss. That was it. And then I just move on. Yeah. Right. Or I show up at your office during tax season with a, a ha- happy hour drink from Sonic. Yeah. That's an isolate. I want to just steal a moment and then I move on. Yeah. Those are some of the simple things that you can start to recognize. And then as far as uh, resources he was asking for, uh, the one that I come across, I think that looks the most intriguing is The Art of Seduction. I have not read this. Yeah, me neither. But I just did a quick little search Mm -hmm. and that was one of the things. And then, you know, consider groups. Mastermind groups are ways you can, because if this is all built on confidence, Mm -hmm. Solidifying self in a mastermind group, which starts again in January, mm-hmm. is one of the best ways to actually become a better flirt. Yeah. Because if you're if you got some swagger to you, it lands differently. I would agree with that. And you let your wife understand this isn't attached to an immediate outcome. This is just I'm being expressive and being who I am. Mm-hmm. So if and also we're gonna create a an area on the platform of how do you flirt and we're all ears. What's your best advice, ladies and gentlemen out there, on what works in your marriage? Because if it works in your marriage, we can probably tweak it and define and refine it slightly to make it work in mine. Right. So my.smr.fm is where you can join the conversation. Before we jump into the extended content, here's the scene. Okay. I'm ready. This is from the email that we're going to be covering. They're in the bathroom. She's coming out of the shower. She's dressed. She's getting dressed uh, at various stages of undressed. He's on his phone taking a screenshot of information he needed from his phone. She hears it, thinks it's a picture of her and is incredibly hurt and accusatory of him. Okay. We can all kind of see that as a possibility. Misunderstanding here of what's happening with the phone, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Okay. But also an exposure of some other things that are deeper in both of them. Okay. So what are those things? 
that's what we're going to be covering in the extended content. And if you're just now catching up with what we've got going on here since we switched back to Sexy Marriage Radio, and you're not a member of the extended content, for the month of December, at the end of here, 2023, if you use the code back to SMR, so that's back in the, the letters that spell two, SMR, you use that at checkout on the extended academy or masterclass level of joining on any of the monthly levels, you get the first month free. Nice. So you can listen to what we're talking about today with the extended content for free if you join using back to SMR and cancel at any time. So you can get it for a month, hear what we got going on with all the extended, and then cancel before you ever get charged. But, but you're not going to want to cancel. Absolutely not, because <laughs> you're going to want to hear the answer right when we jump into the extended content. It's interesting to me, Pam, that uh, we switched to back to Sexy Merge Radio two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That whole change was kind of an interesting <laughs> coding oh, technological right. issue, which always happens when you change URLs and yeah. all that comes along with it and and then change the category with, with Apple Podcasts and all the different places. And so it just takes a while for everything to adjust. But one of the things that's interesting, too, is feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Since we announced the change, there's an influx of emails coming in. Which is kind of what helps set the stage today. Kind of the confirmation of the change. Oh, getting back to the uh, provocative, <laughs> edgy, this is what we're really focusing on because this is what all of us have struggles with at various stages, if not all the time. Yeah. Ourselves included. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because again, even just doing the show with you regularly helps me refine the process of how we do this in our lives. Yeah, I, I wish everybody out here listening could be doing this together. Cause Start their own podcast together <laughs> on sex. and <laughs> Right. Well, I mean, for from the experience that you and I have had and the conversations this opens, mm-hmm. it, it's just confirmation to me that if you're two grown up people that can talk through things, it just makes life better. You can tackle the things that life entails a whole lot better. Yeah, I am not afraid to work on myself or to face the struggle that might come from it, knowing where we are. Right. Right. Knowing that uh, you're going to have grace if I'm trying to work on something and I'm going to have it for you just because we're we can see what's happening here because mm-hmm. we're starting the conversations and I I want that for everybody out there Absolutely. to be able to be able to have conversations and with your spouses that you can both grow and be stronger. Right. And I think for me, what helped get to that point is recognizing the capability of I, of each of us to do so on our own two feet. Right. Like I don't, I don't need you to be a better person. But it sure is fun doing it with you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, if you like the show, uh, please help us out and jump on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and specifically right now since we just changed, if you would jump on Apple Podcasts and leave a rating, five-star rating, and then leave a comment with it or a, a review. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Apple algorithm, influx of comments and reviews and ratings helps us climb the charts quickly. So that's going to help reestablish us back into the sexuality category. Yeah. Because there's just a lot of anything goes in that category still. And we want to be a lot more easy to find. Yeah. So that couples can find good, value-based, straightforward, honest help in their married sex lives as well. So your comment helps spread the word. 
Uh, transcripts of each of the shows are available at smr.fm. Just go to each episode's pages. And also all the advertisers' deals and discount codes you can find there as well. So please consider supporting those who help support the show. Well, it's been fun again, Pam. So yeah. to those of you in the nation that have come along with us, jump on my.smr.fm and let's continue. Let's flirt there. <laughs> Appropriately so, of course. I'm well, only flirting with you, I'm saying. I appreciate that. Well, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>